Thanks for joining us for season eight of the Hospitality Hangout, a hospitality-focused podcast where the founders of Branded Strategic share their insights and bring technology and innovation leaders that are making things happen in the industry we love. My name is Jimmy Frischling, otherwise known as the Finance Guy. I'd like to introduce my partner, Mr. Michael Schatzberg, also known as the Restaurant Guy. And thanks for that introduction, Jimmy. And to all those listening, feel free to call me Shatsy. Together, we are the personalities behind Branded Strategic Hospitality. We work at the intersection of hospitality, technology, innovation, and capital. Jimbo, we are in Dallas. We are at FS Tech live. live. It is unbelievable. It is this great. Is great. This is, we are very excited today. I love today. the giant dome we're in. Yes, I mean, I got to tell you, Jim, Dome. That, what is it got? Jerry Jones, he's got nothing on this place. Oh, this nothing. Is bigger than 18. This days. is the, the Gaylord, baby. Listen, oh. we're really excited to bring you a special episode of Hangout Live from FS Tech. But instead of just having one guest, we're here to talk to four amazing innovators and legal? entrepreneurs. Can we do that? Is that legal? It, it, it's not in a Texas, I think. In Texas, in Texas, it's definitely legal. Okay. Okay. Four amazing innovators and entrepreneurs from Cargill Digital Studios. Shatsy, let's go. Daryl Hahn is here from Digital Business Studio. He's the Digital Business Studio lead at Cargill. Darren, great to have you here. Tell us a little bit about Cargill and the Digital Studio. Shatsy, I appreciate that. And thanks, Jimmy, for uh, having us Absolutely. here with you. Um, really, really enjoy being with you guys. I'm sure everybody listening knows these guys very, very well, but they do it right. And so we're happy to be here with you. I think... What about Minnesota? About, what yeah. about Minnesota? Yeah, you want to talk about Minnesota? Yeah, I was in Minnesota with you. I mean, come on. Shatsy's so proud that he gets to spend time with you yeah, without Minnesota. me, without me in Minnesota. He's the, Hampton, the Hamptons yes. of yeah. Minneapolis. The Hamptons of Minneapolis. Yes. So, a quick side story on that is we were having lunch uh, out in Minnetonka, and you know, Shatsy kind of asked, what is this place like? And I said, this is like the Hamptons of Minnesota. And I've never forgotten that. There you go. Anybody, anybody that tells me they're from Minnesota, I'm like, do you know where the Hamptons of Minnesota is? And they, why is that a... Why is that right. up? Why is that up? comes up? Yeah. Love it. You've yeah. been there. Jimmy's never been there. Jimmy, we got to get you up there. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> um, but I appreciate the yeah. question, Shatsy. And I think to answer that question and talk about the Digital Business Studio, we have to talk about the history of Cargill and um, what we've been doing over the last decade or so. Big well, company. You're well, you're older than that. We're older, we're older than that. So we've been around for 165 years. But over the last couple of decades, we've really kind of doubled down around investing in new solutions uh, and integrating the way that we bring our entire offerings to our customers. I think spending time here at FS Tech is interesting. It's a little unexpected. We get a lot of questions from attendees. Oh, hold, hold on a second. What is Cargill doing? <laughs> I think you guys asked us the same question when we first met as well. What does Cargill do? No, what they do? What are they doing here? And what are they doing here? You know, they're, they're a youthful company, very youthful, 165, but they look great. A lot of vitamin B. They don't, <laughs> buy a, lot, they don't do a lot of business though, Jimmy. You know, they're a very small company. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, I don't think we've heard of them. Cargill? Car Car Actually, it's Cargill. I think they, people are mispronouncing it. You can call us whatever you want. So what are you doing? <laughs> They're bigger and better than everyone we know. Outside of us inviting you, what so are you I, doing here? I, I think it's a, it's a good question. And so we're kind of found in the history of entrepreneurship over the last 165 years. As we think about what's ahead for us, and we look at the environment that we uh, serve in agri-food, everything we're seeing is a digital disruption starting to come in and impact the environment uh, that we operate in. And as Cargill... We're investing in a digital business studio, which is really in its simplest form, a place where we incubate and build new businesses uh, from the ground up because we believe that we can mesh the capabilities, the expertise, the resources that Craigle has. If we can just get lean and be entrepreneurial in approach, uh, we can do a lot of really good work to impact the environment. So that's a lot of the strategy and the reason behind this and why we're engaging in this kind of work. 
we're really excited about what we're doing. And, you know, there's lots of things to get right uh, in this process. We have a couple of really great guests today that you'll hear from and new businesses are being built out. So make sure you grill them and, and kind of get the download on what's going on there. But we spent a lot of time thinking about the operating model. So how do we get the right entrepreneurs in the right positions? How do we bring resources around them from our expertise, our go-to-market, uh, uh, and our supply chain side of it? And then how do we get the investment thesis right? So picking the right businesses in the right spaces uh, that we believe we can uniquely uh, uh, win in uh, to be able to make those investments and build those businesses. So that's a lot of what we're working on. And as we look at this space, it's really cool to see all the companies here at FS Tech. We kind of look at our portfolio in three major areas. The first area is, as we think about the guests of the future and the guests of today, they keep changing, right? You know it very well, being hospitality, yes. what they're looking for, how they want to experience food. Everyone eats and drinks a little different. Everybody eats and drinks a little bit different. And I think also uh, with the new generation of consumers, as they increase in spending power and buying power, they're looking for different service models and experiences as well. So a big part of our portfolio is oriented around how do we create really integrated digital experiences for the guests and solutions that we bring uh, to food service in the marketplace. The second big part, you can't avoid it. Back of house investment has been lagging for a very, very long time. Yes. It's not sexy. It's not sexy. It's you know, dirty. People just want food to come out. They don't want to know, uh, you know, they like the front of the house. They don't appreciate. They don't appreciate the complexity of what's going on in the back house. Yeah, you know, they don't they want to know. It's hot in the kitchen and no one wants that. <laughs> you know, the air, air conditioning is in front of the house. No one wants to be in the back of the house. Well, that's kind of the beauty of it is that we care a lot about that. Uh, coming from the food side in the food industry, we're really, really big in honoring the system, caring about the operator, caring about the experience that's happening in the back of the house. So a portion of our portfolio is very invested in how do we start to digitize and automate portions of the back of the house, be able to allow operators to save more time, operate more efficiently, and make better decisions. So we're very into getting to the dirty stuff in the back of the house, some of the boring things that can have a really, really big impact. So what are some of the, what are some of the solutions Cargill's working on to help operators uh, you know, grow their brand and solve problems? What are some of the things you guys are doing? So across some of these spaces, you'll hear from three of the companies today, uh, Hot Take, which is a consumer insights uh, platform. Love Hot Take. Yeah. It's, all, it's all about trying to get I'm not sure about the, the poll consumer. last night, but I love Hot Take. <laughs> Shatsy's talking Don't about the data. Don't I'm not going to You can never question the data. Shatsy's talking about a cookie uh, study we did last night with the team here. Uh, Mariah Carey's cookies. Great right? cookies. So, yeah, great cookies. Surprising winner. Surprising winner. The Are we allowed to talk about that right now? Is that, is, is that breaking news? Yet? Is that breaking news? That the Heath Bar, the Beef Bar, the chocolate chip cook, that can't be possible, Jimmy. It's a very eclectic crowd last night. It very was, eclectic. It was. Hospitality crew, yeah. Well, and that's the, right. beauty, that's the beauty of Hot Take. I think we were talking about this before uh, getting on here, which is all about how do we create that moment to be able to capture the insight from the guests in an intuitive, natural way? How do we bring research design, the platform, the technology, the intercept components of it all together? And the great part about being a part of Cargill is that Hot Take can put other resources behind that. Culinary capabilities, R&D, marketing, and broader insights tools like Cargill's got. So that's one of the businesses that's really driving towards understanding the consumer better in our portfolio here from Jessica in a, in a little bit here. Kitchen Blueprint's here today as well. So Stacy uh, leads that business, and that's one of those dirty businesses about the back of the house. And it's looking at how do we start to automate the inventory process and the data that's back there, integrating things like POS, ordering data, supplier data, recipes, bombs, et cetera, to be able to give operators a live view of inventory and eliminating the need to do cycle counting. You know, worrying about inventory back there is a very important thing from a P&L perspective, but it isn't always the number one thing uh, on operators' minds. No one likes doing inventory. Things. You've got to count it. No one, there's, no, there's no easy way of doing inventory. You have to count it. Yeah, 100%. And so uh, excited for her to talk about that. And then Checked is here too. Uh, checked is here as well, the food locker business. And, you know, there's quite a few food locker companies out here. If you walk the floors at FS Tech, I think the biggest thing I think about is we've looked at checked from a grounds up approach 
process, hardware, and software, thinking about how do we create a digital pickup experience. Uh, consumers we talked about are changing and they're looking for new ways to be able to get food, uh, especially for mobile ordering and, and the pickup of mobile ordering. Chuck becomes a really cool way to start to create a digital experience, a kind of a wow moment uh, at the pickup point from restaurants. And that's just three of the ones you're going to hear from. There's other stuff in the portfolio. I won't spend too much time on it, but we're looking at order accuracy and automation and expo and build side. we got a meal kit business. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I asked the questions here. Check out Darren, already preparing yeah, for the sequel. Like, hey, already yeah, getting yeah, ready for the I'm sequel. Get Let me talk to Darren. Wait a minute. Just wait. I'll ask the questions, Darren. I didn't say anything about meal kits, okay? Before we move on to our other guests, by the way, and our branded Quickfire, I just have to go back to Cargill a little bit. It's 165 years old. Just tell the tell our listeners how much business does Cargill do? What am I allowed to say on that? Well, I mean, I can Google it and just tell everybody. <laughs> By the way, whatever you say, I'm going to put my pinky to my lip because right, it's going to be a Darren big doesn't want to say. It's going to be a big I think number. It's like a hundred and fifty billion dollar company. It's about it's about that. Last year, privately held largest privately held company in the United States, if I'm not mistaken. Largest privately held company, 150,000 employees across 60 to 70 countries operating globally. We work across agri-food, right? So from origination, primary processing of those ingredients across. What are the, the top ingredients? Because it's it's really interesting. Oh, it's like they are anything like, you can crush or mill. We're in that business. It's like chocolate, sugar. Those are things oil. that we're into. We're in chocolate. We're in the oils business. We're in emulsifiers, texturizers. Uh, additives. So it's pretty much anything you the eat, Cargill probably touches it in some way. Yeah. I think that's really because yes. no one's really heard of, heard of Cargill. I think we're allowed to say this, but I, I think 70% of what you eat, upwards of 70%, we've touched at some point in the supply chain. It's I don't think you can say that. that. Jimmy, can you say that? <laughs> I, I think you said it, but you know what, as far as I'm concerned, breaking just, news to me. He just said it. He just he said, said it. It's breaking news he to me. Just said no, what, I, what I actually really love, and I'm actually, Shats, I, I give you credit. I think it was important to bring up Cargill. Because if you think about what Darren just talked about in this his digital studio business, and then you think about Cargill, their history um, over a century and a half, uh, the size, the girth, and yet they're an earlier stage player in the space than even we are. Wow, they're even earlier than we are. Like wow. I mean, talk about a a a, a barbell, one of the largest players in this industry, is actually also playing in the innovative and technology space in food services earlier than we are. And we're a seed and series seed stage investor. I mean, boom, my head's spinning. Makes me feel good that, uh, you know, we're playing in the same sport with Cargill. <laughs> yeah, how long have we been in business? Not, 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 how much business have we done? Yeah, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, listen, we got a lot to get to. So let me just go. I, I, I got the, the quick fire, okay? This is the brand. All this right. is the quick I'm fire. Ready. Wait, you have, you have one more question? I, well, I was going to make a plug, but I can do okay. that at the end. Let's, let's do right. the quick fire. I'm ready to go. Branded quick fire, these, by Texas way. edition. This is the Texas edition. This is famous. This is five lightning round questions. All right. Okay, don't think too much. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's Ribs or brisket? Brisket. Favorite female Texas-born musician, Beyonce or Kelly Clarkson? Oh, Beyonce. Favorite male Texas-born musician, Kenny Rogers or Willie Nelson? Oh, I got I to gotta be honest. I'm not super familiar with either. I'm going to go Nelly. A little non-known fact, St. Louis guy, but I think he was born in Austin, Texas, if I remember that correctly. Yeah, according to our producer, uh, we're going with Texas for this podcast. Well, Shots would definitely agree that Willie Nelson has nothing to do with his music. <laughs> Uh, listen, uh, tour or false, Texas is so big, it uses its own power grid separate from the rest of the U.S. I think that's true. Uh, small story on that. We were with our Raising Cane's friends last night. That's where I learned this, actually, at dinner last night, is that uh, that is true, I think. That is true. Oh. And the Gaylord actually also has its own power grid because of the, to keep the dome air conditioned. 
Uh, I don't know if that's true or false. I just made that. <laughs> I got a funny story. But it was interesting. I think you just made that up. It was, it was yeah, interesting. Pretty, pretty interesting little fact. I got uh, a funny story I have to tell you guys about a trip I made from Austin to Lubbock. I drove the whole way. This is the podcast. This is Darren. Never seen podcast. so many wind farm. When, when, uh, where? From Lubbock to Austin. Just oh, drove. really? Yeah, yeah. No, that is an issue. Maybe that's where uh, the Gaylord is. Little factoid there. Right. Okay. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, no fire. problem. No problem. It's the not the quick fire, just slow fire. <laughs> if you were to, <laughs> if you were to challenge Jimmy Rye to a game of Texas Hold'em, who do you have better odds of beating? Shatsy. Yes, I can't believe. Once you think about that, yeah, I was going to say I can't. About that. I can't believe it took Darren even that long <laughs> to come up with that answer. <laughs> think about it. Oh, oh, look at Jimmy. He's got a great poker face. I'm, I'm guessing, but I think you got a great poker face. He does. He does. He does. All right, listen, Darren. Thanks for stopping by. I mean, this was awesome. We got a lot of people to get to from the Cargill team, so uh, let's keep it going. Okay, this is I great, Darren. It. Thank you so much. All right, let's that. roll. All right, that was great to have Darren. Great to talk with the Cardigal Digital Studio. Love what they're Very doing. Very good fun. All right, we're going to roll. Let's let's roll. We got. Still can't believe how much business they do. Yeah, they do a little bit of business. A lot of business. We got a lot of wood to chop, man. We got a lot. We're, we're on a, a journey. Catching up to do. A lot of catching up. All right, listen. We are very excited uh, to have Stacy High here, the digital product owner of Kitchen Blueprint. Stacy, welcome to the uh, the podcast. Welcome to Hospitality Hangout. Hope you're having a great visit here to FS Tech. We'd love you to introduce yourself. Um, to our listeners, and of course, Kitchen Blueprint. Uh, thanks so much, Jimmy. Uh, as you mentioned, I'm Stacy High, H-E-Y, but pronounced High. We covered that a little bit earlier. Hey. Uh, hey. 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 Hi. Hey. Gotta love it. Um, so yeah, I lead the Kitchen Blueprint business, which when you were talking to Darren, you talked about the non-sexy back of house. He didn't explain it well. Well, what, that's kind of I thought he was poetry. I thought it was silky how he explained it. It was perfect. I didn't understand it. <laughs> Stacy, can you explain it better? Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so back of house, it's stinky, it's hot, it's sweaty, it's nasty, right? We've yeah. all been there. We've all... We need his air conditioning. <laughs> right? We need air con- We need the Gaylord air conditioning. <laughs> That's what we need. And what we've discovered is that there's a ton of opportunity to make that space better for our customers. And unfortunately, it's an area that tech is just sort of it's lagged, right? You don't think about tech in the back of the house. You kind of don't. No. You, you know, you just want things to Ovens, work. fryers, dishwashers, not a lot of tech. You don't Archaic, think about it anyway. Right. Uh, so we say we can do that differently and we can make it much better for our customers. And so what we think about every day is connecting those customers to their supplier in, a, in the form of a distributor, most of our, in the most, you know, for the most part, and then all the way to their consumer at the point of sale. And if we can make those connections work best for our customers, there's a whole host of new opportunities that that come to bear, whether that be optimization of profits, whether that be reduction of labor reliance, whether that be whole new opportunities to automate areas of the restaurant they otherwise would not have gone or would have gone undiscovered. So that's really the heart of what we focus on. So we're in the ugly part of the business, uh, but we see a ton of potential and, and we love working with customers and getting our hands dirty. I, I want to chime in here. And first of all, your description um, was was great. And, and thank you for clarifying that. And I'm actually really excited about your business. For those who are not in the hospitality industry, I don't want you to think of the kitchen in, in such dark ways. What I want you to do is the following. In golf, of which I'm not a golfer, but I understand the sport. I've played, Jimmy. You're terrible. I'm terrible. But people talk about how you drive for show, get ready for it, folks, and you putt for dough. I coined that phrase. In in the restaurant industry, money is made and lost, really, in the back of house. So if you, I'm, I'm telling you, if you think about 
all the attention front of house gets. And front of house is, of course, important. But at the end of the day, the money is truly made or lost in the back of house. So I actually love what you're doing. Can you share um, Can you share your favorite kitchen blueprint customer story? Mm-hmm. Like putting her on the spot there. No, you know, I am caffeinated. I, we, we, oh, yeah. I, mean, I didn't get all dressed up for nothing. It's hard to pick only one. Right? Okay. Um, give it two. Um, give me a minute. Okay. But I'd say. Take a moment. You can make it up. We won't know. <laughs> Take a moment. Talk about yourself. <laughs> we don't have. Yeah. Um, I would say one of my favorite stories is we're working with a chicken and biscuits concept down in Southeast U.S. And they're, they're bringing back a nostalgic brand that was Ooh. big back in like the 70s and 80s. Who doesn't um, love chicken and biscuits? Chicken and I biscuits. I love chicken. I love you. biscuits. I love chicken and biscuits. Yeah, you put some gravy in that? Oh. Hey, hey, said chicken and biscuits. We didn't say gravy. Well, it's got to have gravy. I'm sure there's gravy. I'm oh, sure there's sorry, gravy. I, we, but we digress. Sorry, sorry. Back to, back to <laughs> the story. Back to the story. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> the chicken and biscuits brand is uh, growing very quickly. And they're going to about 50 locations in the next year and a half. And so they came to Kitchen Blueprint to say, could you help us accelerate that growth path? And we thought, wait a minute, we're, we're not a brand builder. We're not about marketing. We're not about getting your food out to new consumers. And it was all about, as you mentioned, Jimmy, how do you make the back of house better so you can grow faster, you can have a repeatable model, and you can understand exactly where your dollars are going so you figure out where to invest more quickly. And I got to tell you, I'm sorry to interrupt, but in all, sincer- all sincerity, I've invested in, in the restaurant space and now the technology space for quite a while. I tell you, if somebody at a, at a restaurant concept would start their pitch with how they've actually brought efficiencies to the back of house and start there, I'd be far more impressed with their business uh, model and acumen because they, they're going to talk about the flashy side, mm-hmm. the, 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 the marketing, the, the marketing, the customer about engagement. The they're going to talk yeah. about all that. But actually, as I said, where they're going to make or lose money, it's going to be a back of house. I actually love the way you just said you're helping this, I guess, this, this nostalgic mm-hmm. brand that's coming back, mm-hmm. and you're focusing on how to make sure they come back as the most modernized mm-hmm. um, and focus on back up. I think that's awesome. Got to use. I got. I got to have more people speaking to you. That is a great story. It's a great story. That is a great. Is there another story? story or is there a real? I wish we were recording right now because I love what you just said. Stacy, I think they are. We're recording. Really? We're recording. I think this is good. Yeah, good? I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. See, good that's work. the best. That's the best. This podcast is so intriguing. That's how I always record you. Because you're getting always, stuff. I'm always <laughs> recording. <laughs> it's recording. It's like the White House. Uh, all right, listen. We're going with the right to the brand of quick fire right now. Texas edition. Okay, I'm going to ask you five lightning round questions. Are you ready? Absolutely. All right. Ribs or brisket? Ribs. Favorite female Texas-born musician? Beyonce or Kelly Clarkson? Absolutely. Favorite male Texas-born musician, Kenny Rogers or Willie Nelson? Willie. True or false? Texas is so big, it uses its own power grid to separate from the rest of the U.S. Absolutely true, as we all learned about, what, two and a half years ago? Yeah, that grid. It is absolutely true. It's like, it's like direct TV, bad storm, grid, gone. If you were to challenge <laughs> Jimmy or I to Texas, to a game of Texas Hold'em, who would you have better odds of beating? Boy, I think I'd just change the game. Oh, clever. Clever. By the way, if, we, if you couldn't change the game. did there? Yes, I see, I see what she did. If you couldn't change the game, who would you be? Both of you. Huh? Oh, all right. I could have sworn it was going to be you. All right. I, I, I would have bet as well. I would have bet, yes. <laughs> anyway, it's all good. Stacey, we're so excited you came uh, on the podcast with us um, and talked about Kitchen Blueprint and really excited uh, to see how the, uh, the company advances, develops. 
um, and really look forward to participating and being part of your journey. But congratulations on the success so far. And uh, and again, thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you. Thanks, Stacey. All awesome. Right. Cheers. All right. I got to tell you, great chatting with Stacey. Awesome. Good fun. Good stuff. Learned great few, story. Learned, great learned, story. Learned a few things. I, I learned that I really want biscuits and chicken right now. Shatsy, I'm going to let you have some gravy too. Do they, does a Gaylord have that, do you think? They have that have chicken. All right, yeah. listen, we got, a, we got another great guest, Jessica Stanchfield, digital product owner of Hot Take. Super excited. Give us a little background of yourself and what is Hot Take? Really? Can we eat it? <laughs> this one could be good. Uh, Hot Take, we are uh, an innovation uh, and insights platform. Uh, so we believe uh, that iterative insights and bringing the consumer voice into your uh, innovation process are critical to making better business decisions. So uh, you may have saw last night the uh, Hot Take uh, study with Mariah's Cookies. Uh, yes, I'm still questioning the accuracy accuracy yeah. of this, well, but we'll get into that later. Maybe we can deep dive into the data. I can't believe like. chocolate chip cookie loss. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was just a surprise as well. Um, <laughs> and so, um, yeah, Hot Take, we offer uh, um, basically two different things going on. We have a uh, custom agency light type uh, insights platform, uh, much like what you saw last night. Uh, and then we also have a new consumer-facing food discovery app. Mm, tell us about that. Yeah, you've piqued my interest. Are you Chatsy's doing his Fraser Crane? He's listening. <laughs> yes, tell us. So, uh, so our new app um, coming out very soon here. I'm excited to launch that in the next month. It's going to be um, all about food discovery. It's a personalized app that takes into account your preferences, dietary things, etc., and um, is also uh, algorithmically recommending new food products to you based off your behaviors and what you say you like and are interested in. Wow, it's wicked cool. Yeah. No, I like that because I always told you, Jimmy, I want to walk into a restaurant, sit down, they bring me the food that I want to eat because right. they know what I want to eat. You don't have to think about it. Chefs, you eat your own restaurants like 90% of the time, and that's exactly what they do. Because right, they know what I want. They know what you want to eat. Now, if you start going out to other restaurants, that's, that's what I want that, to do. I want to walk this. into other restaurants, yes. and they just bring me food. Yes. yes. That, that They're working on it. Can you share your favorite hot take customer story? Sure thing. So we uh, recently worked with a, a different uh fried chicken chain uh, based out in the West Coast uh, called Starboard Chicken. And oh, Starboard. You guys? I love Aaron. Yes. Yeah, we're going to see him next month out in San Fran. Oh, love Aaron. They are awesome. Chicken is so Growing tasty. gangbusters, I'm a, too. I'm a personal big fan of, of chicken, chicken tenders. Um, and so they have a great product. And most recently, we actually helped them launch, funny enough, uh, their summer LTO, which was the summer of salads. Weird for a chicken place yeah. know, but well, you put uh, chicken on top of that salad and you got something but now we got something else. you got you kind of a few <laughs> you're only a few ingredients away from a cop <laughs> yeah, exactly and so so we uh, partnered with with starboard to um, really help them understand before they went out and, and launched these items um, which of their concepts that they were working on had the best chance of success so think about their innovation pipeline as early as possible we got surveys and consumers answering more about the brand, what they're interested in, and giving feedback on these concepts, images, and, and kind of menu description items. So uh, we're, we're really excited because when they launched, uh, they not only had their uh, best LTO release ever, but it was pretty much their second best selling item. So you had insights to help them discuss, decide what their LTO That's would right. be. Right. And, and the funny part was that it was actually uh, going against 
the, the gut feeling of what uh, everybody on the team wanted to do. So, they wanted to do a chicken sandwich. Well, they they had a I can't remember the exact. No, they had a they had a view. They had their favorite. I love that you just you you just used the word gut, and I love that. Um, Shatz and I've been in the in the industry, admittedly, a long time, a whole bunch of decades, and it is an industry where it's so many decisions are made by gut and 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 certain experience and instincts. Um, and I think that should never change, except imagine how much better one's gut instincts and, and experience would be if you armed it with real insights, real feedback, real data and analytics. So I, I'm actually thrilled that you actually not just shared the good story about how you launched such a successful product um, with, 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 with Starbird, but that it actually went against the gut of the folks that initially would have felt it was going in a different direction. So I think that's awesome. Yeah, man, that's, you know, using data and, and marketing and research. That's awesome. All right, finish this sentence. If every restaurant was a hot take customer, then? I think the world would be filled with better and more interesting menus. Yes, yes, and joy and happiness. Oh, that's pretty good. I like that, too. I bet I had the joy and happiness, I feel like. I was about to say that. I was about to say that sentence that 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 um, that Jessica gave was so good. We didn't need to add to it, but I, you did. No, I think I made it better. You think you did? Yeah, yeah I definitely fine. made it better. Yeah. All right, listen, we got to go right to the quick fire. We got quick fire exhibition. All right, five lightning round questions. Are you ready? Ready. Ribs or brisket? Try tip. Is that is that is that part of that? That's a rib tip. Oh, is that okay? Is that part? So that's it's, it's, so it's not it's ribs, really brisket, good, or tri tip. Uh, it's, a, it's also a fun customer story. Buckhorn Grill uh, makes. Awesome tri-tip. It's a, a great cut, underutilized cut of meat. Underutilized cut of meat. By the way, this segment was sponsored by, what was the name of that place? Buckburn. Buckburn. Sponsored by, there we go. <laughs> Jessica's family. Yep. Owns that family business. Yeah. Yeah. Family's owned it for 50 years. Uh, favorite female Texas-born musician, Kelly Clarkson or Beyonce? Beyonce. He's getting, killing it. Killing it. Nobody likes Kelly. I like Kelly. Have you heard her latest album? Yeah, by the way, I love Kelly, but I gotta say, you, know, you put Kelly up against a lot of other artists, Kelly's got a chance. Put her against, against Queen B. She's the queen. Yeah. Famous male Texas born musician, Willie Nelson or Kenny Rogers? Willie Nelson, because I love his Christmas album. What happened to Kenny Rogers? By the way, I'm, on, like the, I'm on the Kenny team. Hmm? I'm on the Kenny team. Every, my, Doesn't he have a chicken brand or didn't he have a chicken carry, brand? My karaoke go to song. It's a Kenny Rogers song. Yeah, there we go. Jim, you want to sing it? I, you definitely don't want me to sing it. True or false? Texas is so big, it uses its own power grid separate from the rest of the U.S. True. True or false? The Gaylord Hotel has its own power grid. <laughs> Feels like it should be true. Yes. <laughs> yes, true. If you were to challenge Jimmy or I to a game of Texas Hold'em, who would you be? Thank you. Of course you beat me. Yeah, and by, by, by the way, for our audience, the you was Jessica looking, pointing, and like signaling Shatsy. Yeah, it wasn't even, it wasn't even. All right, listen, uh, this was great. Love what you guys are doing over there at Hot Take. It's really cool stuff. Thanks for stopping by. This is awesome, and, uh, and enjoy the rest of the show. You as well. Thank, Thank you, so you Jessica. Wow, no, Jessica. Jessica. Wow, Jessica, good stories. I mean, hot take, great stories. We're, we're crushing it. Let's keep this, let's keep this party going. But I finished the sentence better, right? I, I, I still don't think you did. Listen, we have Nate Schrader, digital product owner from Check. This is exciting. Welcome to the, uh, the podcast, Nate. Why don't we let you introduce yourself? And then we'd love to understand in a nutshell, what 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 is Check? What's the problem solution vision? Let's start. Tell us about Nate. Oh. Sure. Uh, thanks what for having me, first of all. What makes Nate tick? <laughs> <laughs> what makes Nate tick? Gosh, well, uh, like a lot of us at Cargill, I'm up in Minnesota, born and raised up there. Um, great, about, win great winters. Yeah. 
love the winters, love the cold weather. Um, but gosh, it's so great being down here in Texas. I, I can't you know, speak enough. The weather is just so much better down here. You know, it's hot, but um, fantastic. Um, so anyway, uh, a little bit about me. I'm the founder of Check, which is, uh, like Darren mentioned earlier in the podcast, one of the ventures in the Cargill Digital Business Studio. An earlier, one of the earlier ones, yes? Correct, yeah. Uh, started just uh, kind of late 2020, I think September 2020. So uh, just as the pandemic uh, was starting, starting to really pick up um, uh, early that year or later that year. So, uh, so what Checked is, it's a uh, modular smart food locker solution designed to transform takeout pickup for restaurants uh, and really anyone who is a really high congested food service provider. So stadiums, also colleges, universities um, uh, as well. Excellent, excellent. Can you share for our listeners your favorite? This is, I apologize. I should get you confused there. No, well, because I test kitchen blueprint, but I, I, that's my fault. I did a you had a brain thing. fart. You know, like, double thing. Like, like, wait a minute. Is it yesterday? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Nate, can you share for our listeners your favorite checked customer story? Absolutely. Um, one that comes to mind is uh, we partnered with Aramark and the Pittsburgh Penguins out in uh, Pittsburgh, PPG Arena, NHL team. Um, and what I loved working with them on that pilot is actually kind of rescoped the entire layout of the kitchen around the check locker solution. And so they blew out a wall. There was a kitchen behind the lockers themselves. They were able to reorient the entire footprint and the front of house experience to provide a better pickup experience for fans. No standing in line at all. They would simply order food from their phone, from their seats, arrive, the locker would unlock with a simple push of a button or a text message from their phone. They would retrieve their order and be on their way to enjoy the rest of the game. Yeah, I tell you, I love that. And I love the use case because you know how many times I've been in an arena and I'm like, I'm not leaving my seat because I'm not waiting on a line to get my uh, three hot dogs and two beers, uh, side of fries, cheeseburger. <laughs> that's just for Jimmy. <laughs> that's, for me. that's not like for the whole family. But I'm not leaving my seat. I don't want to miss the action. So I love that the uh, I love the Penguins and Aramark. They know a thing or two about uh, about about food service. Yeah, they're a big company also. All right, Nate, listen, finish the following sentence. If every restaurant was a, a checked customer, then? Everybody wins. So consumers don't have to wait in line. They save more time. They get their food hot and fresh. And you'd bring joy and happiness to the world. Joy and happiness. I mean, now you just just milk it in. I like like Nate's answer. What are you talking about? If every restaurant was a check customer, the world would be a happier, more joyful place. World peace. World peace. Yeah. Thank you. Once again, I actually don't think you made it better. I like Nate's point. Everyone wins. Operators win too. They're They're able to streamline their operations. And a more joyful, happy world. Joyful, happy world. Employee satisfaction. All right, listen, we're going branch of quick fire text edition. Producer yelling at me. We got to get moving on this. All right, are you ready? Five lightning round questions. Here we are. Branch of quick fire Texas edition. Ribs or brisket? Brisket. Oh, thank God I wasn't tri-tip. I know what that threw me off for a loop, that tri-tip, right? Favorite female-born musician from Texas. Texas. Female born in Texas, Beyonce or Kelly Clarkson? Kelly Clarkson. Favorite, favorite male Texas musician, Kenny Rogers or Willie Nelson? Willie Nelson. Damn it. True or false, Texas is so big, it uses its own power grid to separate from the rest of the U.S. Mm, I'm going to say true. If you were to challenge, oh, you were right, by the way. It is, <laughs> it is true. It is true. Texas has its own power grid. And uh, interestingly enough, the Gaylord also, the Gaylord Resort also has its own power grid just 
to keep the air conditioning going. Really? Yes. Why well, yes. isn't that true or false? That is true. That's that not is, true. That is not true. Not true. Well, it should. Uh, true or false? The Gaylord uses wind power to power the entire uh, uh, operation. I'm going to say that has to be true. That is true, also, Jimmy. Well, you're learning keep, so you much. Guys, yeah, keep true going. or false? The Gaylord <laughs> has the best brisket. Hey, uh, kids out there! All right, stay, let's, stay in school. Stay yeah, in yeah. school. If you were to challenge Jimmy Wright a game of Texas Hold'em, who would have better odds of beating? I'm going to say Shatson. Of course you would. Yeah. By the way, that question was just uh, moss perfect for me. Everybody needs to be in the green room next time. <laughs> it's, 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 you know, it's not fair. Anyway, listen, this was awesome. I know you got a lot of work to do. You got to sell a lot of these check-it lockers. So uh, thanks for stopping by. Enjoy the rest of the show. This is awesome. Nate, Great seeing you, Nate. Nate, thank you so much. To our listeners, thank you so much for taking the time to tune in with us. We know there are literally hundreds of thousands of podcasts out there, and the fact you choose to hang out with us is something we value and we appreciate. Please join us next week as we welcome our guest, Jeff Chandler, CEO, President of Hop Daddy Burger Bar and High Bar Hospitality Group. You don't want to miss it. If you haven't done so already, uh, please subscribe to our podcast. You don't miss on any of the exciting guests coming up in the future. And better yet, invite a friend to hang out with us the next time. This is Jimmy Frischling, your finance guy, signing off. And I'll pass it back to my boy Shatsy to close this out. This is the restaurant guy, a.k.a. Shatsy, or Shatsy, a.k.a. the restaurant guy. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Thanks. Thanks.